What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 18 of the Steam Deck Podcast, Flipscreen Games weekly video game podcast all about Valve's hot new handheld, the Steam Deck. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined as always by my very good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Stephen Radford. Hello, hello. And Mr. Max Wright. Gabagool. Gabagool to you too, Mr. Max Wright. Uh, it is a momentous week here on the Steam Deck Podcast because I'm hoping anyway that... 170 new listeners have just jumped right over to the show because you just got yourself a brand new Steam Deck during last night's Game Awards. Let me ask, did either well, of you win? Uh, yeah, 100, I was going to say 169 because uh, I won the account MILF Hunter. That was me. <laughs> that was, that's you? Definitely. That's me. Yeah, I can <laughs> announce here. That's me. I can reveal my secret identity. The mask <laughs> can come off. I am MILF Hunter. I am the and MILF Hunter. And I did Hunter. win a Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't win. <laughs> yeah, none of my 300 bot accounts won either, so, you know. Damn. What can you do? Yeah, what's the point? Yeah, you know, you did your best, though. You did your best. and spent $500 uh... on those bot accounts as well. So <laughs> you could have just bought Steam Deck. Money back. <laughs> you could have just bought Steam Deck, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully y'all went and entered, and uh, one of... I, I, if anybody in our audience won... I really want to hear from you, all right? I want to hear what your experience was like, so make sure you write in. Because um, if you did win, you should have an email uh, from from Valve uh, today, I think, um, hitting you up. They, for they send the emails out pretty like pr- pretty much instantly, from what I can tell. There you go. They had a lot of problems. I was watching over on Steam.tv, and like to begin with, there was no like countdown or like draw banner or anything. And then it suddenly appeared, and then it was like glitching out and only showing once every like five minutes that there was a new winner and it was stuck on like drawing the next winner kind of thing and we had a comment from jermaine taylor over on youtube on the video that uh, last week's podcast and they said the giveaway has been taken over by bots almost all of these steam decks are going to scalpers as we speak and i think there was a bit of confusion well i think there was a bit of confusion because like at one point during the show all of the accounts that were showing were just showing as numbers and that's that wasn't bot accounts i think their like system had broken and stopped showing usernames and started yeah. showing account ids for actual steam accounts instead the uh the on deck account tweeted if you happen to see long numbers instead of profile names winning steam decks during the event that was a temporary display bug those numbers were the steam ids of actual people winning but profile names were not loading correctly. Apologize, uh, apologies for any confusion. Yeah, but but the chat was a whole mess. Like no one knew what was going on. Everyone was spamming with like exclamation mark commands. Like they would be like exclamation mark Steam Deck, exclamation mark claim, and like thinking that they actually had to do something when all you had to do was just be on just be there. on the page, <laughs> and it was just like drawing out a random person watching it. What do you expect every, gamers every to read directions and then follow them? <laughs> come on now, come on now. It was confusing though, because like, I don't think they'd put that they were going to email people pretty much until like yesterday, until I, until the show had happened. Yeah, I was very confused about basically the whole process because I, I, I assumed it would be. Um, I don't know. They didn't really communicate. They said, "Go here, sign up here." So I did both those things, but at no point did I think, "Okay, so if I was to leave it going, would I have to accept it? Would I have to be watching live to click OK? Would they just add it to my account? Like, how would it work?" But yeah. Um, yeah, it was sort of not very well communicated, really. I mean, not that it probably had an effect on the actual giveaway, but... Yeah, and not to mention the fact that um, the Steam.tv that we were speaking about on last week's episode, right, and I alluded to the fact that my theory was that they were testing this and they wanted to get Steam.tv up as a platform, 
the page that was up last week, which was like branded as Steam TV and like you could log in and they were like airing CSGO, that page disappeared and Steam.tv just redirected to the the uh, Game Awards sale page yeah. on the Steam store itself. And then it was just an embedded video player on that page itself and you had to like expand the chat if you wanted to view the chat, um, but it was just drawing along. Um, very, very strange. Like that, they, It's actually they still happening. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah, it's like they've taken Steam.tv down now, and it just redirects to to the Game Awards thing. And like, I guess all yeah, of it's... our theories from last week have just have just been shot down, really, haven't they? they? They didn't announce anything. It wasn't sort of a big launch for anything. It wasn't like they were testing anything. It just seemed to be a place to keep track of who's winning, really. Or I don't know. It's really odd that I they would host I, that and go for I, the effort. I think it speaks to to um one of the the things I mentioned last week, where like I you know um not to say that I I wasn't also speculating about some kind of an announcement, but I <clears throat> I made the comparison to what they did at um Tokyo Game Show, right? And I think it's just them wanting to evangelize the Steam Deck and make it something that um more casual players are aware of, right? Because there are a lot of people that tune in and watch the Game Awards. Um, that are maybe not super tapped in on like Twitter or like don't play PC games and are just not aware of the Steam Deck as um, as a product, right? Because <clears throat> you got to think, right? It's it's only just been a couple of weeks since you've been able to order one and, and get one um, without having to wait a long time. So like when you think about not only were they giving one away every minute, they were like a co-sponsor to some degree, right? Like they got name dropped multiple times. Jeff brought up the fact that they were giving away Steam Decks every minute multiple times. Um, they were featured in, uh, the AMD trailer where they were, like, they had the whole AMD's, like, AMD powers games, and, like, there are multiple shots of a Steam Deck in there. I think, um, I think Valve is just trying to position themselves as, you know, um, more of a stakeholder, right? As one of the, like, as a, as a platform holder, rather than just being, like, you know, yeah, we're the de facto home for, for PC gaming, right? And it's, like, we all know that that's not the case anymore, right? Like there are other opportunities between Epic and you know, um, just people. I, I still think they kind of are the de facto. They're, home, they're I still think the most, market most leader. Most yeah, don't get they me want wrong. To be there, but I think I think that they want to um, expand that audience, right, and show that like Absolutely. just because you know maybe you're you don't see yourself as a PC gamer, but with a Steam Deck you could become one, right? And like that doesn't require you to you know go through. Um, the hurdles that are associated with PC gaming if you don't want to, you know? And, like, that's, you know, one of the things we talk about on this show all the time. And I think, um, you know, showing up at the Game Awards, which is, like, you know, arguably the most the most mainstream, the most accepted um, game of the year event, right? Like, I yeah. think... I, I, yeah, I kind of feel like people see it as the de facto standard, right? If you win the, ga- the game of the year, I think people are talking about when they're talking about game of the year is the Game Awards game of the year. Yeah. And like it's the Oscars for video for games for better or for worse, right? Like it, it, it yeah. is that event. Um, and you know we're going to talk all about the Game Awards over on the Flip Screen Games podcast, so it's it's already up if you're listening to this now. Um, but yeah, you know I, I think I think it's them wanting to show that the Steam Deck is something that they're behind, and like they want to get it in it more people's hands. They want to get more people talking about it and evangelizing it, and um, showing that it is you know, just as viable a place to play the next hot game that gets shown off at the Game Awards as your Switch or your PlayStation mm. or your Xbox or your PC. 
Yeah, I was. A, I, I thought it was a bit strange though that we didn't see anything from them really on the actual show itself, other than the giveaway, which obviously Jeff referenced, and he also referenced the giveaways that were happening on Twitch and they were also mm-hmm. happening on, on Discord. Um, other than that, they didn't really have any kind of presence there. Like, yes, they were featured in the AMD advert, but that's AMD advertising them as a company and their, their chips and how they're powering all of these gaming consoles and and systems and devices. I thought we would have at least got like an ad from them or something like talking about steam deck and what that's done and what they've achieved this year and like yeah. they're bringing it to new markets and what the plan is for 2023 but maybe we would have seen something like that i mean i would have at least expected you remember when back when the switch first ever came out and uh we had all the adverts of people playing basketball with it or the guy was at home playing yeah. zelda on his switch you kind of expect that would be a good time to debut, like a you know major gaming event after the system's finally available for full purchase. You do like a guy sitting at his his screen playing Elden Ring game of the year, one of the nominees. Uh, he's sitting there playing on his PC. He looks at the watch. Oh snap! I've got to go out. Stands up, walks out the door, takes his Steam Deck with him, continues playing Elden Ring. Right, that kind of immediately explain the core concept of it to millions of people who are watching it and get you know not just here's a steam deck win a steam deck it's this is what this thing can do explained yeah. very clearly and i feel like that that's the kind of thing we could have expected from them as well i, I my guess is that they just don't feel like they're there yet right because i mean a couple of weeks ago we talked about how they do have um kind of a longer term game plan for rolling out the console to like retailers and and having it be a more mass market product than it currently is and i wonder if they just feel like it's not the time yet for that, right? Because that commercial then like, okay, cool. Like, where can I go get one? Oh, you can go order one on our website and there's already a model that's out of stock again that you have to wait until January. Uh-oh. You know, it's like, I, you're muted, Steve. I think most people are used to that. I think a lot of people are used to going to a specific store to order something. Like, I think for a while, the Meta Quest was only available through, when it was called the Oculus Quest or the Oculus Rift. You could only buy it direct. And then they eventually moved to like Amazon and then they moved to Best Buy and it became a more mass market product. I I think I agree with you. This is not going to be the year that this is the hot device that everyone's getting for Christmas, but that could be next year. I think it could be next holiday that this is the one. I think this year, probably the thing that's going to be under everyone's tree was that bargain basement Xbox Series S. If you're looking for a new game console for your kid or something, you're going to get them that with Game Pass. It's cheap. It's a an easy route in or playstation 5 because it's actually been more available again you know like there's that demand hasn't gone away it's just easier to get one now yeah i I don't see that as as ever really being like a a hot product like it's it's kind of always going to have the demand i think it's always just going to be the same level of demand until you can walk into a store and just be like oh there's loads of them on the shelf that's always going to have that's never going to be seen as like oh this is the hot product this year whereas something like the steam deck I could see next year when it, if it does come to to retail stores or to Amazon or to other online retailers, I could see that becoming like a hot item and everyone wanting to to get their hands on one. Especially as more games become optimized for Steam Deck, as more people become used to what the Steam Deck is, and word of mouth, right? I've shown my Steam Deck off to a bunch of friends, and they're like, "Oh, I really want one." Like, mm-hmm. and and my my dad, for example, he's ordered one because. He listens to the show. He's seen what me and Pete and now Max has been up to with the Steam Deck, and he's excited about it. He's excited about the product. And I think eva- like everyone evangelizing this product only goes so far. And I kind of agree with Max, though, that it would have been a good time for them to, to get an ad in place. 
maybe it's just too close to Christmas and they're too close to the holiday season. They're like, well, is there any point investing in marketing at this point when we're already giving away well, 170 Steam decks? And again, right, like if you go and look at uh, the the page for ordering a Steam Deck, like the cheapest model is not available right now. Like you won't get it until February, January or February. And maybe that kind of moves back start. again since I looked the other day, but... Um, so you I can't think even with, impulse buy them for Christmas, really. I think with that I think in mind, it was right, in, like, in Europe. It was okay because I added one to my cart yesterday, one to two weeks, because I was going to get one for my partner for Christmas. Yeah, I just did that actually, um, but the middle one. Um, I I feel like I like I get I get where you two are coming from with that, but I I feel like if you're not ready to make a bigger marketing push right now, it's like it's it's probably like wasted resources right to create an advert for something that you're not really yeah. ready to you've sell like in a, mass yet even if it wasn't that though right you've got a captive audience if you've got gabe up there like thanking everyone that goes you think such gabe a long wants way to take a 24 people? hour flight from new zealand no, like a like a video like oh, he was in a video fair for enough, the golden joystick like acceptance i feel like he just he could easily be there like saying like hi everyone is gabe thanks so much you know and he could be like dressed up in a Santa suit or something. Like he dressed up in the the like delivery guy outfit. You're so when he you're was so obsessed like with him being Santa. Them. It's like the third time you brought he that does up. Look like he, Santa. He chose to grow the beard. To be fair, he that was his <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like nestling under people's trees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, nestling what under people's? Trees? No, that's not me. Steam, steam deck. deck. Let's put that straight under there. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, it's interesting. I think it definitely feels like a thing where they probably could have done more, but I also think just in general, like, this kind of buy-in from them is, like, a newer thing. Like, you know, historically, yeah. we didn't see Valve showing up at events like the Game Awards and Tokyo Game Show and, you know, doing that kind of, um, you they've know, play, playing to, the though. game they've like been, that. They've been... Yeah, they've never had to. They've, the the hardware they've always done has been niche. It's been like VR or the Steam machines. This is their first big play is like into the consumer electronics world. Uh, and and they, they haven't really needed to. Um, I'm curious, though, what did you think of this this experience of watching it if you watched it on Steam.tv? Because the, the, the most I saw was 850,000 people watching, and it seemed to be pretty stable for a while. I think they but, hit 900k God, not, at peak, which yeah. is a lot for a small like news service, but... But it's not anywhere near like the level of YouTube or Twitch at this point. Like no. I had, I was main watching it on my TV on YouTube, and then I just had the, the only reason I had Steam TV open was for the drop to see if see if my name came up was essentially the only only reason I had it open. Um, What's the full thing? Steam pretty stable there, huh? Did you watch the whole event? Yeah, I ended up watching it all in the end. Um, it was, it was, it, I actually thought it was a good event and we'll talk more about it over on the flip screen games podcast. I've seen a bunch of people having some kind of negativity against it. I actually think this was the best <gasps> one. In, really? In Gamers being negative about something? That's, <laughs> I, I feel like it's just such a positive, really, like, really. I've never, ever seen someone complain Gamers about a video game event. love to praise and throw praise around Why? and love each other, lift each other up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, there was some, there was some good stuff there. There's some, some good stuff for, for Steam Deck owners for sure. Um, but a lot of the news, the, the like big stuff that I was interested in, it came out before the show. Um, like the stuff that affects, affects me that I want to play on my Steam Deck, like the new Vampire Survivors DLC that got announced like the same day, like earlier that day, whether they were holding it for the show or it was to go alongside the, the mobile app release. 
Diablo 4 obviously had its press event earlier this uh, earlier this week where we saw reviews come out about it, but I'm excited about playing that on PC and on Steam Deck. So there was a lot there for PC players, um, but you know, it wasn't it was not a PC focused event. So it's not supposed to be, you know. No. I think it was cool that we had as much of a presence from the Steam Deck as we got, honestly, because it was a little more than I, I think I expected. Um, just in terms of like how prevalent it, it like felt like it was. Oh yeah, like every like once every like thirty minutes, it's like, hey, don't forget the Steam Deck exists if you want to get one. Yeah, and it was it was the butt of, of a lot of Jeff's jokes. When the it joke came he made after speech. Christopher Judge's speech, I thought was so funny. Where he's like, I guess he wanted to get a couple more Steam Decks out out there for everybody. And I was like, yeah, they, <laughs> they like forget how to turn the music on, like. And then when they finally got they the music louder and louder and louder, and well, I was like, "Oh my god!" It was amazing because it's just his booming voice, and I was like, "Yeah, keep it going, brother. Let's get a couple more of these Steam decks out there." <laughs> I, um... I saw I saw Danny's tweet over at, uh, from No Clip, and and he said, um, "Oh, for, for God's sake, Mister Mister Pacino needs to sit down." And you just saw like a like Al Pacino in the background just stood just there, withering. Like, <laughs> like, Please let me sit down. I'm an elderly man at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, like like we said, we'll we'll be talking all about that over on the the flip screen podcast. Uh, but we do have some more Steam decks. To- oh, you got something, Max? Go ahead. Yeah, well, yeah. Just a quick question. Really. Where 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 they seem to be? You know, making Jeff say it a lot, getting it out there, getting the name out of things like this. How long till they go like the the PlayStation or or Switch route, where you know they they pay a portion of the marketing, and for that, at the start or the end of the the trailer. There is, I don't know, the Steam Deck. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know. Have you seen the one that they have made for the new big picture mode? It's so nice, and I could easily oh, really? see that becoming like a yeah, Steam like, ident. It's, it's like got the... like a really cool noise, and then it turns into a game controller, and it's oh, really, really cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that would be great. I was, I so was thinking about have... that um, when I forget which one it was, but it was one of the the game trailers, and at the end they have the like smattering of icons of all the places it's coming, and I'm like, how? Like, when do we get a Steam Deck? One of those. You know, Steam's on there, but there's no Steam Deck. I want to easily see people playing Steam Deck on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd think like, yeah, that you know, just, the sort of things that Nintendo did when they were really pushing that Switch in the first year. You know, I mean, also, how long until we get like, um, like it's almost like a like a high profile Steam exclusive that is that is and that's never going to happen. I don't no, think I don't think so either. But but it would be it'll be a, you know a big like. You know, you, when you talk about a game, oh, this is only coming to PS5. You say, oh, this is only coming to Steam, you know, as opposed to. I, I mean, I think I, th- I really on. think that goes against Valve's values and ethos and what they see the PC being. It's I think it would just have to be a Valve game. Be able to play anything. The only, the only exclusive, the only games exclusive to Steam are games made by Valve, and they're not, you know, grain of salt. I know the orange box exists and whatever, but mm-hmm. like, we know what I mean. Um, so I think well, it would have to be it, that. Maybe when the. Maybe we yeah, maybe when the next I don't know when when Portal Three comes out uh, or Half Life Three or whatever you know they say only on Steam and it's, you know, yeah. we get that. I don't know oh, if that they will because like they brought Portal to to Switch this year with the um the collector's edition like you got both of those and they found like you they found um pieces that data managers found pieces of of Half Life in there managed to get Half Life Two running on the oh, Switch right. so yeah, it seems great. like they were in the middle of porting Half Life Two as well so. I, I just I don't see it. I don't think Valve care about it. Like they don't even care about keeping Steam OS for themselves or keeping the UI for, like the Steam Deck UI for themselves. They want they want it to be an open platform and they just don't care. As long as you're buying games via Steam, they're that, still yeah, making money matter, at the right? end of the day. They're getting their yeah, yeah, they're getting their nut either way. 
And I think it's the same but thing I, I when do. it comes to like porting it to other platforms, right? It's like if you want to play Portal on Switch instead of PC because you're not yeah. a PC gamer, it's no skin off their nose. I, I do wonder if we'll ever get to a stage, though, where similar to what um, PlayStation, Xbox, and even AMD and NVIDIA do, where they sponsor a game, um, and they'll have, say, an NVIDIA game will have DLSS in, an AMD game will have FSR2 in. I wonder if we'll get to a point where there's a Steam-sponsored game, and that is then optimized for the steam deck and it has like specific stuff in there that valve's assisted with and it's like made to be like a a platinum experience on the steam deck i could see that but i I feel like it would be just as likely for valve to create you know some kind of um and i mean to be honest i'm not sure that this doesn't already exist right because i don't really know what goes into getting your game to be quote-unquote like verified to run well on steam deck right there's a whole that's a whole tag now on the Steam store. I don't really know like how they um like what the what what barriers you need to pass for that to be something that you get awarded. No, I'm curious about but that. I would imagine and you you can manually submit to be um to be approved. So and then Valve reviews it talking. or Yes, they have actual yeah. people that will play play the game and, and review it. So my thought is I would imagine it's probably more likely that they'll develop some kind of, you know, um like best practices for getting your game on Steam Deck and it'll be like an extra incentive where like, oh, if you optimize it for Steam Deck on day one, like you'll get on the on deck page and you'll be served to all these users who want games on Steam Deck. And like, I-, I well, And you gain access to potentially over a million people who have access right. to the Steam Deck on the go and yeah, want exactly. to buy your game. So I think, I feel like it's probably, just knowing Valve, right? Like I would imagine it would be a more- it's on the developers, but they make it very easy to do, right? Rather than Valve, like, involving themselves in that process more, um, unless it was an well, I mean, they do take game. a hands-off approach in in other ways, like Proton, for example. Uh-huh. Like, a developer can't do anything when it comes to Proton. That's all on Valve's side, and they're the ones that are making Proton compatible with games. So they'll go through, they'll play a game, and they'll be like, okay, we need to make this tweak and this tweak to Proton in order for this game to to work and we'll talk about that after um the plugs on some of the updates that came to proton this week yeah so i i don't know i i think i think i could i could see it um being a thing where they they push it as a bigger initiative but who knows maybe maybe it will be a thing where they develop like a software solution that makes it easier to get games to run you know optimized on uh on steam deck and there might be like some layer of you know um software that they can develop that like can go and look at your game's code and try to like hey here's like a here's what we think will work now you go and make the tweaks and then we submit it and you know some kind of like automation that does you know make it easier make it give developers that incentive to go ahead and do that work yeah or at the very least i kind of feel like if we can get steam deck profiles for games so maybe valve looks at it and says right we've gone into your settings we've tested it and this works the best on steam deck add this in as like a profile and if mm-hmm. you detect that we're launching on steam deck boot into this and this will be like the some, optimized settings some games have that um my friend was playing cyberpunk 2077 and he said that when he was flicking through the presets it had like low medium high custom steam mm-hmm. deck and uh, ah, and interesting he thought that that was just like a thing that that games had because he was like yeah. oh are you playing that on the steam deck bone i was like no i've just sort of loaded it normally he was like oh have you checked for a steam deck setting i was like I didn't know that was a thing. It wasn't in the game I was playing, but um, but yeah. 
Yeah, I, I know CD Projekt Red have been adding it to all of their games. I think it's coming to The Witcher 3 as part of that next-gen patch. Um, for the Cyberpunks was broken for a good while. It was just, it said it was Steam Deck, but it was actually ultra high. And when you put it on, it just didn't work properly. So I think they probably patched that by now. But <laughs> that's the kind of thing I'd like to see, like have a, a Steam Deck setting. You've detected that I'm running on the Steam Deck. If I'm running on that hardware and you you boot straight into that. So it is like a one-click solution I, for the I, people that want to be able to just boot it up and play a game. I bet you that's the goal, you know? And I mean, shoot, that could even be a thing that maybe eventually extends to the, um, you know, the player profile stuff, right? Like where like um, users create like the controller maps and everything. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they implemented some kind of solution for that where it's like, oh, hey, like, yeah. you know, 90% of players are using this, you know, homebrew thing and this seems to be a good facsimile and like there might be ways for them to, to you know, um, take some of that, that work and reduce it a little bit by uh, so. developing systems that are smart. We'll see, though. Uh, so we've got some more to talk about in just a second here, but let me remind you that this episode of the Steam Deck Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of December. They are, of course, Christian Oliveria, Christopher Valenz, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Asobi, Mary Berry, Wakahula, and Zaid Ida. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash games. Y'all are the realest of the real, and we greatly appreciate your continued support of the Steam Deck Podcast, as well as all of our sister shows. Speaking of which, remember, like we said, if you want to hear our full thoughts on the Game Awards, go check out this week's episode of the Flip Screen Games podcast where the three of us jumped into, I'm going to say most of the announcements because there's a lot. It's a lot this year, but we're going to do the whole review. We'll talk about everything that was revealed. We'll talk about our favorite moments, our favorite trailers, all that good stuff. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, make sure you go check out this week's show. Let's jump into some updates, Steve. You have highlighted three updates we've got here. SteamOS 3.4's beta, Proton 7.0-5, and Proton Experimental all got some pretty significant updates this week. Tell us all about them. Yeah, I wanted to highlight 3.4 beta specifically because we spoke a couple of weeks ago on our gift guide about the 8-bit dough Ultimate Controller. And we said get the Bluetooth version because it works with the Steam Deck because at the time, the one with the dongle, you needed to go into desktop mode, manually install some community drivers. It was a bit of a pain. They've actually added support for the dongle out of the box now. So if you get one of those for Christmas, you can just plug the dongle straight into the back of your dock and it will work. I need to get confirmation from someone. And if anyone listening knows, has one of these and has tried it, if you can boot the Steam Deck with it, because if you can turn the Steam Deck on through that in the same way that you can with the Steam controller, um, I'm probably going to end up getting one of those controllers because that'd be the perfect solution. You'd be able to pick up the, the 8-bit Doe controller from its little cradle, hold down the button to turn on the Steam Deck, boot it from sleep, and away you go. You're, you're playing your game, which would be really nice. I know you were looking at these, Pete, these uh, 8-bit Doe controllers. I'm a big fan. I really like 8 Do's work. Um, I think they, they make really nice controllers. And yeah, if, if uh, we can get confirmation that you can use it to turn on the Steam Deck from far away, I will 100% pick one of these up. <laughs> what do you think of them, uh, Max? Have you tried any of the 8 Do's stuff? I have never, but I do like the look of them. And I understand that they are, you know, if you're looking for a third-party controller, they're generally, for the more affordable ones, some of the best you can get. Um... Especially if you're and playing like the retro new one, stuff, you know, the yes, really, really yeah, nice exactly. D pads. 
they, they you know they all come in like smaller form they you know they do such a wide range of things this this one you're talking about here is the one that comes on a little stand and it looks like a the switch pro controller almost but it's sort of nice and black and is that the one the, the, the ultimate controller is that correct yeah it, co it comes in black and white actually so you want the one that um i mean either of them work now there was one that was bluetooth only which was the uh white one you can now get the black one if you want to as okay. well which is bluetooth and uh rf um and yeah it looks like uh it looks like a pro controller or an xbox yeah. controller but it's got a couple of extra buttons on the back like the paddles which is really cool uh, and I and and I think for 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 the money, it's probably the one to to go for. I think I still would go with the Bluetooth and the the wireless one for the extra fifteen fifteen pounds it is in the UK. So the yeah, Bluetooth you... and the two point four uh, gigahertz um, wireless is fifty nine ninety nine in the UK, and the wireless only well. is forty six. Yeah, really not bad. Yeah, you, you, can... you can flick your switch open, connect to it. You know, whereas you know you'd have to have a a docker i don't even know if you can use an adapter to to make dongles work through the uh the port but then again the port's on the bottom so it just wouldn't work at all would it um you mean on the on the switch yes on the switch yeah yeah i don't think the none of none of the dongles work with it. i know there's the i know 8-bit they also do a wireless adapter um that allows you to use a, an xbox controller like an old Xbox controller that didn't support Bluetooth, but oh, okay. I think most of the most of the like Xbox One um, controllers since the series since the Xbox One S all supported Bluetooth. So I think most people have a Bluetooth Xbox controller at this point. Um, but yeah, I wanted to specifically call that out because I'm probably going to end up uh, picking one of those controllers up at some point. Um, and then yeah, Proton Seven Point Zero Dash of Five, which was Proton Next. We didn't touch on it. Valve has now started doing Proton Next as well as Proton Experimental. So Proton Next is the next version that's going to be released as stable. It's kind of like a beta version, whereas Proton Experimental is like the preview alpha version that adds some stuff in that may not make it down to uh, stable. Um, so Proton Next, now 7.0-5, adds some um, extra support for some new games in there. Two that I specifically wanted to touch on, Nancy Drew, Legend of the Crystal Skull. I'm a huge Nancy <laughs> Drew stan. I love those games. Everyone should play a Nancy Drew game in their life. So I'm I looking forward to playing like, some Nancy Drew games. Just got to just gotta call out this incredible addition to the yeah. library, Nancy Drew Mysteries. <laughs> and indiana jones and the emperor's tomb did either of you play this back in like the ps2 original xbox era no. love that game no lucasarts classic i've heard of it really but yeah, good. i never played it Let yeah so I... that's in there you've played a lot of games that like uh, i only my oldest friends have played because you were like a weird mm. pc kid so it's like yeah, all my... it sounds like steve yeah. had like a pc hand-me-down Shot upbringing, you know, where it was yeah. just like oh, I wasn't. I wasn't hand me down. I was sat next to my mum or my dad playing this game. I I watched my mum defeat the butcher in Diablo. Like I used to watch my mum play Diablo on the PC. It's just funny because like, like a Windows ninety five PC, clicking like crazy on Diablo. You know, Diablo like is a game that I know young people have played, right? Whereas like there sometimes you'll throw out this game that I've only heard like like men in their forties talk about, <laughs> and I'm like, oh okay, like yeah, you're playing Indiana Jones. Uh... <laughs> from uh, 1986 and the Empress Tomb is so good it's so good no well, it's like it's from the Xbox what Xbox like original Xbox era it was a really good game it I had to think through a lot of the games that were included and, and I expected them to be I thought I misread a few of them and I was like oh no I don't know any of these games at all but I think it's interesting that I don't know if it's intentional or 
if it just happens with some changes, these games are now playable. But I do think it is interesting that all of these sort of scrimbly bimbo games are being updated to work on the Steam Deck. It's just really, or, or the Steam Deck's being updated to be able to play them. It's just, it's just what is the I think part of it process? is they're, they're targeting um, probably some APIs that are in very popular games. Mm-hmm. And a side effect is that these old games also use the same APIs. And when they've implemented it and they've tested and now it now works. I, just, I don't think they're going in and saying, we really need Nancy Drew to work on the Steam Deck. I just love like the very specific notes, right? Like it's like uh, uh, if you click on the, we'll have the link down below, um, the change log on GitHub, right? It's like available in Proton 7.0. And like for the games that are like now playable, it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like new games are playable. That That's interesting but then it's like there's a list of just like all the fixes that they made and it's like the most specific shit like <laughs> like uh someone was someone would have complained about it right like sure yeah of course um, it's great six... but yeah his name's steve radford but it's like and he was like i can't play my nancy drew please gabe <laughs> But it says, like, it's like, fix Marvel Spider-Man remastered displaying dialogue about outdated drivers on AMD systems. You know, it's like, okay, that is, that is sure. You wouldn't want that to happen all the time. But it's just, it's just what a very specific problem that this addresses, right? Like. Sackboy not launching on first attempt. Um, (laughs) Fix Planet Zoo randomly crashing. (laughs) How? Again, again, that's another thing. That you like really don't want to happen. Another thing I really wanted to call out was implement network video support for VR chat. And it's very interesting that they are potentially targeting getting VR chat to work on Linux and on, on potentially the Steam Deck hardware for Can their potential run... upcoming Deckard headset. Can you run VR chat in just on a, a desktop and walk around as if, or is it, is it yep. entirely yeah, you can only play it. Yeah, yeah, it's like they call it flat mode. So like it's a like a non VR game is a flat game. Right, so you okay, can just yeah, yeah. roam around VR chat as if you're not in VR, it's no problem. So if you ever want to play VR chat and you don't have a headset, you can just play it on your Steam Deck. Isn't that just chat? It's pretty good fun. It's just cool. Yeah, chat. yeah, it it's is. Just chat. But it's like you know, it's a cool space. <laughs> just you can play games and stuff. You know, <laughs> it's like it's the actual metaverse that people want to go to, not <laughs> not Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. <laughs> Uh, and then on Proton Experimental, which I think, um, I think probably all of us here are running on Proton Experimental in some way or another. They've added like a bunch of playable games, like Persona Five Royal is only playable on Experimental Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection. But they've also fixed all of the shit with the new EA launcher, so oh, flickering yeah. on Steam Deck in handheld mode, the displaying a blank window, the EA app. Uh, EA desktop app failing to update, r- rendering games completely unplayable. All of that's been resolved. So if you were playing a game like Max was, I know you, we didn't talk about it last week. Um, I think you were playing the Mass Effect collection, right? You ran into some issues. Yep. Yeah, I haven't tested it with the new version, but but I mean, it also it, it luckily it started working between podcasts last week anyway. So, but hopefully this will, this will now no longer be an issue, and everyone can buy <clears throat> Jedi survivor or uh any of the games that they want to play on on ea but maybe uh, from ea but maybe a bit nervous about buying on the steam deck this might hopefully you know if it works in the next couple of months make that easier to to digest hopefully there was something else updated on uh proton experimental that might interest you steve uh sorry pete not you steve um because i've just loaded up right now uh that is marvel snap 
uh, that now connects. Yo, I know! I saw that! I was like, let's go! <laughs> I just, as soon as I read this, I was like, oh, I'll test it out. But the most annoying thing is that it still plays. I didn't realize it still plays in the mobile. Uh, I, I'm just going to play it on my phone because I also can't. Oh, you just plays vertically on even on yeah. the scene. That wasn't playing. Yeah, I mean, I what know the the, the, the video, the audio listeners can't see it, but it's just got bars either side. So it's got the black bar from. It looks the, like that downfall game on. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's like the, it's like the thing <laughs> that they I do whenever do they like port a that. Game Boy game or something, and it's like you just put some borders on the side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then like it just it's it's a worse resolution than my phone. Runs at 59 FPS, not 60 FPS, like on my phone. So I feel like I'm not going to pick up this. <laughs> my guys, my guys losing sleep over one frame per second. One FPS. Well, yeah. you know, I was thinking, you know, I thought maybe it'd be cool to have it on here and like on, like when I used to play Hearthstone on like an iPad and you had a sure. much bigger screen and you could sort of move things around. You don't really Whereas need the this... bigger screen. Like they built, they built the board to be phone sized. No, but it is nice, you know? isn't it? To, they, yeah, they yeah, rotated for sure. it, they rotated it uh, uh, 90 degrees. Landscape. Yeah. yeah, and had the had the three boards run like that, and have your deck down I here. I wonder if they'll do that nice. down the line yeah. now that they've ported it to run on other platforms. I'm going to uninstall that um, now. By the way, just so you know, <laughs> I um, just wanted just wanted to show you. <laughs> just well, I just I did just want to show you. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think yeah, I'll. I don't worth, think I'll put it on there. Always worth checking out these. Like I, I've, I've, I thought about. I remember like when I first got my Steam Deck. I'm like, oh, can I get Pokemon Showdown on this thing? I'm like, I'm just going to play it on my phone. It's just works on, yeah it's good on the phone some some things just make sense on on the phone i actually yeah. think vampire survivors is going to do really well as a phone game like that oh, makes yeah, a lot of sense the, the severe lack of inputs it makes sense play, but, but i also nothing to, nothing to touch i feel like you're gonna miss the screen real estate i started playing that game by the way yeah um i feel like yeah, well, I, well, yeah, i'm gonna to want to see that. what's coming so that i can like plan you know what did you play on i'm playing it on steam deck good okay he, yeah, because I bought him a copy, Max. Like, oh yeah, right. and he's he's not once touched it. Well, when did he stop? Wait, you're fucking giving me shit. I just told you I started it. You're like, yeah, you piece of shit. I bought it for you weeks ago. I'm so glad. I'm so, late, I'm so Pete. glad. What do you think? What do you think of it? Where are you up to? Like, who are you like main mainlining at the moment? Like, how you, how are you feeling about Vampire Survivors? Describe the character by vibe, not by name, because all their names are nonsense. I have no idea what their names are. Uh, I like the guy who he's the last one in the first row. He's the one that automatically gets two two projectiles. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I like him. Um, His that, vibe is powerful. Yes, FYI. that tends to be my strategy: is like getting multiple projectiles so that i can walk through crowds and not take damage um i would say most well, of my you can, you can walk through crowds with like garlic you can get the garlic on the i do on the, well, the freeze, uh on the bibles the freeze is good i, I often do time freeze yeah nice. um i think i'm what oh, yeah i'm still on the second level um i haven't put everyone a ton of time into it but yeah but it's fun i like it no um i i think it's interesting. I like the loop of it. Like, I think it, it does the roguelite thing really well. Um, and I like that there's, like, enough consistency in the way that things drop where, like, I can gravitate towards strategies that I like rather than just being like, oh, this is what I got. So let me, like, see what I see what happens, you know? Um, so I like that. I like that it gives you, like, a little bit more control. Um, I think the thing that you get, I... You get a lot more control eventually. Cool. I think the thing that so far i i'm feeling a little at odds with and and i'm imagining that this is a thing that will get better as i get as i get further in is just like um doing a run and being like i don't really like know what the point of this is like you know like you it's like that's a minute okay yeah 
And I, I like, I guess once I, I do that, it'll be like, all right, you get the next one. Cool. Because it's just like, uh, I just yeah, feel like I'm just you, I'm like doing it. You, you can fun. also kind of, you also kind of set yourself uh, goals. Like, I'll do a run and I'll be like, this run, I want to get as much gold as I can. Right. So I'll be going and targeting all of the light sources trying to get gold. I'll bump up my luck as much as I can so I get more gold and I get the chance of more chests. I get the chance of those chests have three or five things in there and more gold in there. Uh, and sometimes I'll go in and be like, I really want to just complete this unlock. I want to get this. I want to do this challenge that's been set. Like, get this person to level 80. Get this, complete this stage within, you know, 30 minutes kind of thing. Okay. You um, know, so you can you- tell that Pete never played with unbranded Lego. Make your own fun, Pete. Just, just I played with plenty it. of unbranded Legos. That's about Jump expression. I can't express Doesn't myself in this like game. It, I'm just walking around mean? in a friggin' circle. You're the I the most fun I had was seeing how many things I could complete in one run. You know, like I, sure. I was hitting like seven, ten, twelve achievements. Oh yeah, like I've perfectly got I don't know four of these new uh, upgrades in one run. Beautiful. I've you know, found all of these things, broke broken enough of these things, I've killed enough of these things, like, yeah, this is, this is, it feels good. That little ping, when you finish a run, and he goes, did it lose seven times, and you're like, yes. It's taking forever for this screenshot to confirm, but yes, like, <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I gotta put some more time into it, but I am having fun with it. Um, it's been, Love uh, you well do. It's been a real distraction from, from Marvel Snap lately, so, that's pretty good. Yeah, I think that's how, how I play, it's like a nice, um, Kind of a moose bouche between like big games. Like mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I'm playing some Persona Five and I'm playing some Resident Evil Village. In between that, I want to play a thirty minute stint on Vampire Survivors because I, I know it's never really going to be any longer than I that. I did that last night. Yeah, where like I was, um, I realized I was too tired to keep playing Persona because I was like reading and I was like, okay, I'm like starting to fall asleep here, but like I'm not quite ready to go to bed. So I was like, all right, cool, let me save and I'll jump yeah, in. I'll just and... move this stick around. Is yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah, just walk in a circle a couple times and you know get some. Ex- speed it's very satisfying have you got uh have you got the map yet it's a bit of a spoiler but have you got a map yet no i don't think so oh here we go okay. pete here you go something yeah. fun for you to look for there's a, yeah, there's a lot of things you, you need to get okay <laughs> i got i got a lot of yeah i got a lot of game ahead of me all right let's jump into uh a question from the question block we got here from jamie lassie over on that's how we said it right is it jamie lassie I feel like Jamie yes, told me so, how yeah. to say it, and I'm now not remembering, and I feel bad. Yes, yes, bad yes. It was, um, yeah, I'm not going to say why it's that, but yes. I'll tell you off mic why it's that, because I don't want to say in case he doesn't want it on, on mic. Okay, we don't want to, like, dox Jamie. Okay, gotcha. I was like, I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, this one goes from Jamie Lassie. He wrote it. It said, great podcast, great YouTube videos, awesome as always. Thank you so much, Jamie. Uh, I got my Steam Deck around five weeks ago, started emulator stuff after some tinkering, got through almost all of RE2 Remake, great game, spent a lot of money on the Steam sale, and now I have a ton of games, and then God of War Ragnarok took over, and I finished that, and then I needed something colorful and easy in my life, so I'm hooked on Pokemon Scarlet. Do you know where I can buy some more time in my life? Peace. CDKs.com will sell you time... (laughs) Uh, for a cheaper price than you can probably get elsewhere. So, <laughs> I really wish I, I really wish I knew the answer to this because I feel like there are so many like video ideas I've got in my uh, my notes app on my phone. If like, I'm going to do all of these things and I've like got interviews scheduled and all sorts of stuff like ideas popping in my head. 
and I just have not had time to to do it because of that and like podcasts and also the like the day job and then just life things like and like and finding time to play games for fun to play games <laughs> just for fun and then having things to talk about yeah that's it been... felt like you were gonna say you had a video planned about how to get more time like here's how to activate the bernard's watch plugin yeah, yeah I, I, I can't reveal that answer because you know it's just too powerful so yeah, yeah, um yeah. maybe maybe i'll release that exclusively for patrons over at patreon.com slash flip screen games <laughs> just like the thumbnail is just like time. the thumbnail is just like steve holding mark. a chicken right like by the neck and he's like here's the black magic you need to do so that you can <laughs> yeah. unlock this no guarantees <laughs> Here, I'm going to teach you how to enter the fourth dimension and uh, find new ways to spend time. <laughs> yeah, but I was I was talking about it with um, uh, one of my, my best friends and, my, and bandmate, um, M, earlier, and uh, I was lamenting um, how stacked the back half of this year has been and how tough it's been to keep up with releases. Um, and, like, I was like, yeah, there's just, like, so many games on my backlog right now. And they were like, oh, like, what's on your backlog? Like... I'm, I'm, you know, I think I'm going to play two knickknacks, but I'm interested to see like what other games, you know, you, you have on your radar. And I just started rattling games off. Like I didn't even go and look at the list that I have. It was literally just what are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. And I think I came up with like, it was like like 12 games or something like that. It's, it's, it's absolutely it's ridiculous. Gross. And it's the number ridiculous. one on the list is, um, is Choo Choo Charles, which Pete will so be streaming bad. as he promised earlier this year. Did anyone see the review? Z- was it bad? I don't have, I have no. I, I have no idea. IGN if it was good. gave it a four. Oh my god! And that's all I. Saw. So I have to play that so, awful game and then also be scared. It's great because it'll still scare me. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, a mixed bag from from what I can tell. Some people have given it like nines. Some people have given it fours. Um, nines. Bloody hell! Okay, fine. But it's like, like it's yeah, man. Like I'm looking at my list, right? It's like I got to finish God of War. There's Marvel Midnight Suns. We're playing Persona Five for the Game Club. I wanted to play Tunic. I wanted to play Omori. I wanted to play Inscription. As Dusk Falls, Citizen Sleeper, Memoir Blue, Sifu. Uh, I still want to finish the very, very end of Cult of the Lamb because I got to the last boss and stopped playing. Uh, Ollie Ollie World, I never got to. Overwatch Two, I never tried. Triangle Strategy, Mario Plus Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, uh, Pentiment. Weird West I wanted to finish. Like, it's just, it's nuts. There's too many games. There's and Game of the Year, Elden Ring. That's got to be top of the list to finish as well, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. Come on, mate. <laughs> you and you and Steve both have to nut up and play the games. The, the Sorry, the Game of the Year nominated games that neither, both of you refuse to play. I'm sorry, you I played all of them, Max? You played God everyone? Ragnarok. I'm... I'm okay to play God of War, like it's just, yeah. You well, know, haven't you done it then? I need to play the first. He was first. too busy playing Days Gone, and with its with its, you uh, know, everybody knows, right? Steve's one of the the mm. the not woke reviewers, so he was able That's to play true. it and finish the game. Yeah, that very, is tra- very, that is very yeah, sleep. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought it was okay. I feel like as the only true gamer. Uh, on this podcast, the number one tastemaker, some might say, the number one tastemaker, the number one tastemaker of flip screen games who has played both of those games. You both just need to just swap sides, get through them, 
and shut up about it. That's yeah, I don't think that's happening by the end end of the year. Unfortunately, <laughs> you, don't think, you don't think you have time to, to play God of War 2018 and Ragnarok in no, two weeks? <laughs> I, do you know? I do, do you know? I don't. And also get the rest of the castle done for the Persona Five Game Club that we're recording next you, weekend. I'm getting through it, buddy. I, I started chipping away. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. You know, have I have I started Madarame's Palace yet? No, but oh my god. <laughs> What do you want me to do? They're making me go to the batting cages and go to the die. I got, I got stuff. No, it's so irritating. I got stuff. I, I already do. done all that stuff. Steve, you got to take your time. <sighs> I know that's what it tells me. That's to, what the yeah. game tells you, you know. <laughs> so anyway, Jamie, I'm glad you got your Steam Deck. Congratulations. I'm glad you finally got your hands on it. I hope, uh, I hope that you took a listen to our holiday uh, gift guide and you can find your next Steam game uh, over there or. Uh, you know, or maybe maybe one of the games you saw at the Game Awards. Who's, who's to say? Yeah, or in the or an accessory. It's worth checking out. I'll put a link to the game uh, to the gift guide down in the description on this video and, and the show notes. Speaking of links to things down in the show notes, the last thing that we will we'll talk about real quickly here is just a pitch for your latest tutorial, Steve. You worked on uh, a new uh, tutorial on how to get quick resume working on the Steam decks so that you can have uh, the ability to swap between multiple games like one does on the uh, the Xbox. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I was dabbling around with um, with some plugins uh, with uh, with a decky plugin last weekend um, called Paul's Games. And it's terribly brand- terribly branded. Like, it sounds really dull, Paul's Games. Um, but if you combine this with Cryobyte's cryoutility script and you increase the swap, site, swap file size, which is... Uh, Essentially, the virtual RAM that's on the disk, and it, you can, the Steam SteamOS can write to it. Uh, you can get something pretty close to Xbox's Quick Resume. It won't, it's not persistent. It won't remain there when you turn the Steam Deck off and like fully off and then back on. It doesn't dump it to disk. But you can get you can get close. Like you can have multiple games open at once. You can swap between uh, one, or you can swap between two or th- potentially three games, depending on on how meaty they are. Um, but I was uh, in the video I played. But I switched swap between um, Euro Truck Simulator and Days Gone, two AAA games. No issue swapping between the two. They're both pretty resource heavy. I was able to when I installed the Paul's Game plugin and and had it set up um, correctly, it would hit 40 FPS in in both of the games, which is where I was uh, I was targeting. So uh, I've been I've been pretty happy with the results. I've actually been using it to switch between. Uh, like a big game that I'm in the middle of playing, like something like A Day's Gone or Resident Evil Village, to go and play Vampire Survivors and just like take 30 minutes and go play Vampire Survivors. I was blown away by this video because it's just another one of those like, that, you know, Valve hasn't done it yet. So people within the community, is this something you came up with personally and you put these two things together to, or is this just like a, they were designed for this purpose? Cryo Paul's Byte. games was Paul's games was designed for this purpose. Cryobyte's um, script is designed to improve pu- improve performance, so you can kind of combine the two together. Paul's games works works great um, out of the box, but it doesn't work with um, really big games. Is it work work great with you say playing like um, Case of the Golden Idol and Vampire Survivors because they're not very resource heavy, mm-hmm. but having multiple apps or games open. It doesn't like divert one from another because it's not it's not been like terminated. So the pause games plugin will 
essentially terminate all of the resources going to that game and it will allow the other other game that you're is in focus to to use all of the resources yeah really impressed really good another fantastic bit of content um steve well done Thank you. Yeah, it's not it's not my my work really. It's the the developers and, and Cryobytes work on the the script. Go check out his videos if you haven't no, already. There, they're phenomenal. That was awesome, Steve. <laughs> Thanks for building that. Thanks for writing that that, that Cryobyte script, Steve. Thanks for we're, we're the yeah. That, I am but... Cryobyte. Face <laughs> <laughs> reveal finally. Wow, breaking all kinds of news here on the show today. Uh, so yeah, make sure you go check that out. Definitely one that I am interested in in getting set up on my own Steam Deck. So uh, go give that one a watch. And hey, just want to say thanks to everybody. We're up 978 subscribers as of today. Uh, so I'm hoping by the, the next time we chat, we may have uh, passed that magical 1,000. So thank you so much to all the people who came and tuned in this year, um, particularly for this show You know, and the tutorials. You guys have uh, been been awesome. And uh, the reaction to this, sh this show and all the, the Steam Deck content has been really really cool and really special and uh we've we've really been loving doing it so thank you guys for coming and being a part of it and supporting us we really appreciate you you're welcome Pete. yeah i mean max you owe them a big thank you otherwise we wouldn't have been able to afford you so that's true i'm yeah. very expensive <laughs> how do we afford the number one taste maker it's, it's how, how could we how could we right yeah you could call me the game sommelier of the of the group you know, oh my yeah, god yeah exactly where did where did you do your training uh, 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 pass. <laughs> you, oh, you were so close. You gotta, if you don't do it in the Champagne region of France, you're not a real sommelier. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I open my games by holding them with a thumb inside them, and I take the top off with a with a saber. That's how I open all my games. Yeah, I love yeah, whatever. You're like, mm, this, this is this, this vampire survivors is quirked. I don't want this ticket back. <laughs> my my favorite thing is when you watch Max do this, and he he opens up a disc, and he's like, "Well, hold on, hold on." You gotta let the tannins breathe a little bit. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> let the game breathe before you install that day one patch. You can't just shove it right in the console. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna ruin the flavor. You have to decamp the game into the binder with the other games to get the, let the flavor mellow. You know? Of course, of course, yeah. God, absolutely. So yeah, if you want to, uh, if you if you want to learn all about how Max uh, is a game sommelier, make sure you follow along. You know, everybody, flipscreen.games. That's the website. Come and uh, come and keep up with us. You know. It's the only way you're going to learn these these hot, hot techniques, you know? So uh, thanks again to everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. Remember, if you want to show your support, if you want to join the community, if you want to write into the show, however you want to get involved, head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website where you can find all the ways you can find us all over the web. Come join our Discord, become a Patreon supporter, however you choose to show your support, however you choose to get involved. We appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we thank you, and we'll catch you next week. For another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. I've been Pete. Oh, wait, hold on. No, this is the part where I play music. For some reason, this, 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 I'm messing it up this last week. You know, I don't know. But here we go. Okay. I'll sing if I have to. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. You sing instead. Pass. <laughs> See, this guy is just. You know? Set up these bold claims. Like he was so, he was so okay, ready. Yeah, he was no. so ready. You know? All right. Well, anyway. Uh, for the crew, I've been Pete. He's been Steve. All the way over there has been Max. We'll see you next week, everybody, for another episode of the Steam Deck Podcast. Take it easy, everybody.